Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. There's a land beyond the river that we call the sweet forever. And we only reach that shore by faith's decree. One by one we'll gain the portals, there to dwell with the immortals when they ring the golden bells for you and me. Don't you hear the bells now ringing? Don't you hear the angels singing? Tis the glory, hallelujah, jubilee. In that far-off sweet forever, just beyond the shining river, when they ring the golden bells for you and me. We shall know no sin or sorrow in that haven of tomorrow, when our boat shall sail beyond the silver sea. We shall only know the blessing of our Father's sweet caressing, when they ring the golden bells for you and me. Don't you hear the bells now ringing? Don't you hear the angels singing? Tis the glory, hallelujah, jubilee. In that far-off sweet forever, just beyond the shining river, when they ring the golden bells for you and me. When our days shall know their number, when in death we sweetly slumber, when the king commands the spirit to be free. Nevermore with anguish laden we shall reach that lovely Eden when they ring the golden bells for you and me. Don't you hear the bells now ringing? Don't you hear the angels singing? Tis the glory, hallelujah, jubilee. In that far off sweet forever, just beyond the shining river, when they ring the golden bells for you and me. There's a land beyond the river that we call the sweet forever, and we only reach that shore by faith's decree. One by one we'll gain our portals, there to dwell with the immortals, when they ring the golden bells for you and me. Don't you hear the bells now ringing? Don't you hear the angels singing? Tis the glory, hallelujah, jubilee. In that far-off sweet forever, just beyond the shining river, when they ring the golden bells for you and me. For you and me. Special thanks to Alexander Nakarada for his tune, Brothers Unite found at Incompetech.com. Jesus said to this little child, Come unto me, Oh, can't you see? Come unto me. Move awkwardly, come on, come on. This baby cries so desperately, come on, come on. But Jesus.
Jesus is reassuringly Come unto me Come unto me I'm running through an open door Wanting more, come on to me, come on to me. Jesus beckons to my very core. Come unto me, come unto me. Jesus said to this little child, Come unto me. Can't you see? Come unto me. I'm grown up now, I know so much. Come unto me. Come unto me. I'm longing for the Savior's touch. Come unto me. But is this only some kind of crutch? Come unto It's got me down. Come on to me. Come on to me. I'm on a perpetual merry-go-round. Come on to me. Come on to me. Where's the love I once had found? Come on to me. Come on to To this little child, come unto me. Oh, can't you see? Come unto me. Now the years have sped on by. Come unto me. Come unto me. My heart can barely hear his cry. Come unto me. It seems too hard, but yes, I'll try. Tears do fall, I'm so assured Though years I've so ignored his word At last the child in me has heard Come unto me Come unto me Thoughts. If Jesus were standing near your mind, watching your thoughts as they marched by, what would he think? Let me answer. He would be in a constant state of forgiveness, saying, Forgive him, God. He has no idea what he is doing. Of course, this is what he said on the cross as he was dying for our sins. Jesus forgives sin. That is what he does. 
He did not come to condemn the world, but to save it. He asks us to follow him, and therefore we too are to forgive the carnal activities of the world. And we are to watch our thoughts as if Jesus himself were standing at our mind's gateway, observing them with us. Imagine a volcano. It doesn't just immediately spew volcanic ash and lava. It had to build up first, then it began spewing forth those things. So, too, does our mind work that way. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Our thoughts build up, one on top of the other, building the mountain until a steady stream of carnal world thoughts shower the land. Why are we surprised that our thoughts are so unruly? so carnal? Why is a part of us ashamed to think that Jesus may be standing at the edge of our mind, observing the passing of these thoughts? Do we need to be a victim of our thoughts? No. We need to recognize the whole picture. The thoughts that flow from our minds and ultimately our mouths stem from the accumulation of thoughts we have allowed to build up like a volcano builds up. What can we do about thoughts that escape from our mind if we have decided we don't want to be ashamed of them any longer? How can we make Jesus say, Well done, faithful servant. Take control of your thinking now. Do not allow the worldly, carnal activity all around you to influence your thinking any longer. Take control as Paul commanded. Begin to build a new source of your thoughts. Let your thoughts become like a geyser, like Old Faithful in Yellowstone Park. Let cleansing and purifying water gush from your mind and therefore your mouth. Cleansing thoughts that come from layer upon layer of cleansing thoughts gushing from your mind and heart, cleansing and purifying the world. Jesus would smile if he noticed those thoughts influencing your world. You would feel better too. As I stated earlier, God created all of us to be unified as one family. Any decision any of us makes influences others in ways we can't even imagine. God created us as one family. We followers of Christ have been adopted by Jesus and share his godly nature with him. Changing your thinking one thought at a time is a worthy endeavor. Hop to it. Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game. We're so tired of this grandstand world where feelings never seem to change. 
Sometimes this world seems so unjust I think we'll find, I hope we'll find That through your mind the sidelines aren't for us